filling vacant positions is a struggle for many agencies, organizations, and businesses right now. Johnson County is no exception. On this episode, learn about the many benefits to working for the county and which departments have openings. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County Government. Johnson County has a big responsibility, providing programs and services to the community. The county is working hard to ensure residents get what they need despite struggles to retain and recruit staff. It's not a problem unique to just the county. Businesses all over are feeling that burden. Here to talk more about how the county is addressing this need, we have a great group of guests with us, including Deputy County Manager Maury Thompson, and representatives from our emergency services and human resources departments. Thank you all for being here. And as I mentioned, we're going to go ahead and introduce each of you or give you the opportunity to introduce yourselves. And we'll start with Tamiko. My name is Tamiko House. I'm with uh, Johnson County Human Resource Department. I currently provide HR support for the district attorney's office and also the Department of Emergency Services. Hi, I'm Kate Dorsey, and I am the operations manager for the Department of Emergency Services, the um, Emergency Communications Division, and uh, this is my 20th year in October. Awesome. All right, Drew. Hi, my name is Drew Heisel. I also work in the Department of Emergency Services. I'm in the MEDAC division. I'm a paramedic, and I'm a battalion chief. I currently serve as the South Battalion Chief uh, on our C-shift. All right, thank you. And Jesse. Hi, my name is Jesse Valdez. I'm starting my 29th year here at the Johnson County Sheriff's Office. I'm a sergeant in our administration, administrative division, and I support our personnel unit as well. So thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. Yes, and thank you all for being here. And obviously, emergency services is one of those key areas. People rely on the county uh, to, to provide those services. And so we're going to talk a lot more about that in just a moment. Uh, but first, do you want to just talk generally kind of about what some of the positions are that we have open across the county and why this is such a critical um, you know, time. We need, we need to talk about those openings and, and try to get those positions filled. So we do have a lot of positions that are available, um, ranging from our admin support roles. Um, we have positions available um, at the Department of Corrections, whether it be a correctional officer. Um, we also have positions um, for our dispatchers, um, our paramedics, our EMTs, um, our custodians. I mean, we just have a lot of positions that are available and open for recruitment at this time. So Maury, if you could talk a little bit about the challenges that the county has really had with recruitment and retention. So as we know, there are significant uh, recruitment and retention challenges right now in the, the labor market, not only here in Johnson County, but across the region and, and quite frankly, uh, across the, the country. We've been um, uh, forced, if you will, to get very creative in trying to address some of those challenges. We were actually very fortunate that the Board of County Commissioners last May had just updated our human resources policies, really giving us some flexibility and some, some new tools, if you will, um, that allowed us to, to get more aggressive in this market. So for us, the, the, the timing was very good. We've introduced a number of those tools again to try to, to uh, assist us in this market. We're now using uh, sign-on bonuses. Uh, we're looking at relocation. Um, reimbursements for certain hard to recruit and hard to fill positions. 
we've been looking at things like vacation, accrual, acceleration, again, as one of those tools for um, recruitment of hard to fill positions. We've been using referral bonuses and in, in some of our areas within the organization that have large numbers of direct support or frontline workers, we have found these in particular to be a great, uh, a great tool um, to talk to their friends, their family about working for Johnson County and using the referral bonus. Um, we've also uh, looked at retention bonuses. Again, I talked about the dual challenges of recruitment and retention. Trying to retain people in, in this market has become, become critical for us. So we've been looking at retention bonuses again in those difficult to fill and, uh, and uh, hire for positions. Um, and then we've been looking at other bonus mechanisms as well. All of these um, tools uh, are meant to address the, the issues of uh, recruitment and retention, but also trying to be a good steward of the taxpayer dollar by not adding to, to base salaries, that ongoing cost, if we can avoid it, and using one-time um, incentives, again, to try to address these problems. You know, typically when people think of government jobs, they might not think of, of competitive wages. They might think these are lower wage jobs. And so can you talk about how closely uh, our human resources department really monitors what's happening out in the job market and, and tries to tailor salaries and benefits to, to be competitive? So with our positions, um, we often do uh, market surveys to go out and see what similar positions that we do have in the area and what those positions are um, being compensated at. Um, and then we basically, um, you know, go in to be able to match our positions to pay what is a fair market value for those. And so we do that often with all of our positions. We actually just um, are going through a study as of right now, um, making sure that our wages stay competitive. And I'm trying to remember what the term is. It's uh, like the total compensation package is is pretty impressive when you look at the the salary and then all of those benefits that come along with many of the of the positions um, within the county. So great medical benefits for sure, dental, um, that free gym membership or reduced cost gym membership depending on where you go. That's those are huge benefits too. Um, there's also a lot of training that goes involved is involved in a lot of the positions, um, not just uh, you know that sort of on the job training, but like continuing your education. Can you talk about uh, how the county supports that as well? So we do have tuition reimbursement. Um, we do have where individuals who are continuing education where they can basically um, get tuition reimbursement once they complete classes. And so we do offer that, which is also an excellent thing um, with our organization and what we provide. So when we talk about the need when it comes to recruitment and retention, emergency services is one of those critical areas. Um, and people might not realize all the ways the county supports uh, emergency services in, in the community. And so we wanna talk a little bit about those services that are provided and also the need to uh, recruit and retain for this position. So we're gonna start off with our uh, 911 call center. So Kate, can you talk a little bit about what's happening with the recruitment and retention efforts? Um, and with the staffing the way it is, we're always looking for people that are, um, you know, the flexibility, the resiliency, and the ability to work anytime, which is, you know, days, nights, weekends, evenings. Um, and so that can be a little daunting. And so our biggest thing is trying to keep get people in here and then uh, provide a type of environment where that is conducive to learning um, and then keeping them so that they can 
they can contribute and actually help alleviate and give that work-life balance back to everybody. And that's our, um, right now, that's one of our biggest goals here. And what does the pay scale look like for, for those positions? Yeah, so a starting dispatcher, I believe this, the pay scale starts at 2088 um, without experience, um, which is one of the best things about um, being a dispatcher. And by the way, our particular, what I do at the DES communications is we are fire and medical for all of Johnson County. So we handle all fire and medical calls. Um, and then we handle all the medical calls for Miami County to dispatch them. Um, so it's a lot of calls. In fact, our call volume has increased by, at the end of this year, we're on goal to increase the 10,000 calls dispatched since 2017, which is significant. Um, and it just, just goes to show how important the role is and how important it is for dispatching. Um, one of the unique things about our employment is that there are no certifications required at all to become a dispatcher. So uh, anybody can come in as long as you have a high school diploma and know, and your background screenings and everything check out, you come in, we train you. And so we do all of the classroom, we do all of your CPR and your, um, we have an emergency medical dispatching protocol for every single caller, fire dispatching, we train on the job training, classroom training, everything, and we give that person everything they need. So, um, so everything that we do is in-house and that I think that that's something that um, we can offer that somebody else uh, might not be able to, where you can, we do all the training in-house. Um, so that's that's beneficial, I think. And we can always, which means we can always adapt our training to, to meet the requirements. We're at minimum staffing. We have to adapt our training and um, figure out ways to, to get somebody through quicker. Before one of our call takers is giving CPR instructions and MEDACT. Uh, one of Drew's folks get on scene and they triage them uh, code blue and then they triage them a critical. That means that our dispatcher was probably helped and um, assisted with getting that person to a critical. So we give them awards and at the end of the year, we celebrate how many they've had throughout the year. We are an accredited agency, which is absolutely amazing. It means that we're following the same standards and providing the best customer service to the citizens. Um, as far as the medical dispatching and as far as the instructions and all of that goes. Um, and we've been accredited since 2020, which is, I mean, I don't want to toot our dispatchers horns, but I mean, I do want to toot their horns. They're amazing call takers. And so um, we have, they have to have compliant calls. And so every, whoever has the most, we actually have a board up that shows all of their, um, how many compliant calls they've had for the month. And it's just, just a lot of things like that. Um, just little things that we do to recognize them. And that's that's important when people feel well supported in their mm -hmm. their job that usually is a good indicator that they're they're going to be more willing to stick around too. So I think that's great. Um but it is a struggle right now. I mean just like every place um we want to convey that there are openings, people can apply for these jobs, but we are still providing these critical services. So if you just want to reiterate that Kate Absolutely. There are, um, and again, going back to the work-life balance, that is something that with um, trying to get to a full staffing place where 
everybody's time off is protected time off where they're actually going to have that off. Um, our call volume does not decrease. It is only increasing. The needs of the public are, um, you know, it's, it's, it increases every single year, at least by a thousand, like I said, to 2000 a year, our call volume is. Um, and so we have to be able to meet those needs and not compromise any of our services or any of the, in, the integrity of anything that we're doing out on the floor with every single phone call with every single, um, any interaction, um, any processing that we're doing of calls. So um, yeah, it's important and it's just, it's, it's a very important job. All right. Thanks for that. And Drew, I, I'm sure you can kind of reiterate that same message. I know there's been a little bit of confusion about the decrease in number of ambulances out on the, the street, but you know the services are still being provided. So you can you talk a little bit about that? We certainly have had our struggles uh, during the pandemic of uh, looking for qualified applicants, keeping qualified applicants. Um, our community has certainly been growing and uh, that didn't stop during the pandemic. So we had to grow our services uh, during that time period, which certainly proved to be very difficult. Uh, our paramedics have been working a tremendous amount of extra shifts and we had to take some steps to try to work towards retaining those paramedics by, like Kate said, giving them their time off. Um, so we did reallocate some resources. Uh, our community is still very, very well served by these resources. Um, we reorganized some rigs and we actually gained our ability to have another ambulance on the weekend. So the community is still well served. Um, in Johnson County, our ambulances were always staffed with two paramedics. A paramedic uh, certification degree can take you anywhere between two years uh, and a fast paced course could be even 11 to 13 months. And so that essentially a paramedic has a very similar scope of practice as what you might consider an ER nurse. Many of the same skill sets, they can start IVs, uh, work on airways and do triaging, give a litany of medications. Uh, during our staffing struggles, we expanded our employee base to be able to attract and, and hire the best clinicians available. And so that allowed us to bring EMTs into our organization. Uh, increased our our talent pool tenfold, allowed us to bring in EMTs that might already be in um, paramedic school. EMT education can take, it's uh, around a 200 to 150 hour certification, but it's certainly a lot uh, simpler to get their EMT certification. But a lot of times those EMTs find themselves wanting to do more and learn more, and they go through that paramedic track. So this is allowing us to get those folks into our organization and, and allow them hopefully to, to stay for a long, fruitful career. And so they also receive on-the-job training. So there's that advanced training before they even get in the door, but then they also have a lot of support when they're here. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's one of those facets that make our, our organization uh, stand out and that we have our own education division, uh, a division chief of education and three captains that help all of our employees maintain their certifications uh, I certainly, uh, in prior lot, in prior jobs, didn't have any kind of support where I had to get all my certifications uh, through conferences and those types of things on my own. Uh, I've worked at the county for 15 years, and I haven't had to attend a single class um, on my own. So all of our education is handled uh, in-house. So we can take that training of our new employees, our new recruits, and we can tailor our training to fill in the gaps of what those employees need to know. We've found that as we have recruited more aggressive, we are hiring 
employees and candidates with a wealth of information and knowledge from other services. So we can use that, use our own organic resources to fill in those blanks. That's terrific. All right, and Jesse, I, I know it's made headlines talking about the, the tremendous need for the sheriff's office to fill those positions. People probably don't realize it's not just uh, sheriff's deputies out on, you know, in the community, but we also serve our court system and other places. So can you talk a little bit about all the ways the sheriff's office is supporting the community? We do. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Teresa. Uh, you know, besides patrol, which everybody sees, warrants and civil, we also are probably our biggest uh, manpower is is in our detention centers that, uh, you know, we have two detention centers, a central booking facility, which is downtown Olathe, as well as uh, right out here at, at New Century, Kansas, just north of Gardner is our New Century Adult Detention Center. So, you know, we're allotted for 500 deputies. And, and unfortunately, uh, we have four, about 436, 437. And uh, we are uh, in need of uh, people that, you know, have a heart for service. They want to come work with us and uh, they want to serve their community. And, and you know, for, for many communities that, that don't have uh, that uh, support from uh, the community, Johnson County does. They're, they're very pro-law enforcement. Cert certainly important uh, in Johnson County, having that sense of safety. And again, we want to reiterate that even though these positions are down, the sheriff's office is doing everything it can to ensure continued safety, if you want to just speak to that. Yeah, we are. We, uh, you know, we, we are uh, moving some divisions around, one being court Court security is what uh, is what we are currently doing now. So um, those uh, deputies that are assigned to that division are temporarily reassigned to our detention center. And uh, we have another position that's open <clears throat> that's called a security specialist that you need uh, 10 years of, of previous law enforcement to uh, apply for. And that position is a we have full time positions and also are implementing a, a part time positions as well to uh, help uh, staff those positions and they are assigned to our courthouse and uh, uh, right now they're working four tens and uh, um, trying to to keep uh, that building and, and keeping that building secure as well uh, while we go through uh, these um, um, trying to hire people. All right, very good. So again, emergency services, very critical to Johnson County, very important to the residents. So if we have listeners out there who think they could potentially fill some of these spots, Tamiko, how do they apply? So you can go to our website, um, which is um, on our Johnson County government web website. It is JOCO Careers. Um, and if you go there, you're able to apply and see the jobs available. All right, that's terrific. And before we wrap up, um, any of you want to talk a little bit about why you are a public servant and why you enjoy working for the county? Yeah, I'll start off with that. Um, again, uh, I wanted to a career in law enforcement and also wanted to help people. Um, Johnson County Sheriff's Office has over 11 different divisions. Uh, it's different than a state uh, trooper or a, a city police officer. Uh, there's a warrant civil, uh, we have drug task force, we have a court security, court services, again, detention, patrol, um, uh, we have a crime lab as well. And uh, definitely, uh, this is a, it's, it's a great career. It's, it's a career that's very rewarding. Yeah, you can help people. And then like we talked about earlier, uh, a lot of great benefits, uh, retirement, KP, CAPERS, KPNF, uh, as well as uh, uh, health and dental, and uh, it's just a great place to work. All right, anyone else? Yeah, 
Oh, sorry, Drew. I'll go ahead, Kate. You beat me to it. Um, I would actually just like to promote the fact, and with dispatching especially, and fire and EMS and what we do here, when I started, um, I, in a former life, I came, I worked as in for a dating service. I mean, 20 years ago, that's what I did. I had absolutely no, and the point to that is I had no experience, no public safety, no fire, no EMS, no law enforcement, nothing. And so... Now, 20 years later, that's what my whole life was learning or that whole that's what I've been doing. So it means that anybody can come in here and from from any background, from any walk of life with any personality and and learn this and know that they're helping people. And so it is there are so many opportunities, you know, from uh, dispatching, call taking to becoming a trainer, to becoming a supervisor and then beyond. We have so many opportunities here for growth. So um, I think that's very important for everybody to know that um, it's a job that it's a job for anybody to consider. It's a career for anybody to consider. Such good comments. I think all of them I would like to, to mirror. Uh, being a paramedic and being an EMT uh, is a very rewarding career. I worked in the private sector and quickly figured out that I wanted to, I wanted to try to find a career path that was sustainable, um, something that supported my family and having a good work-life balance. I wanted to work somewhere that had a great retirement system. And like Sergeant Valdez uh, mentioned, um, the KPNF in the state of Kansas and, and with the CAPER system, nothing nothing beats it. Uh, I found when I got to Johnson County, I moved here from out of state and found out that this was certainly an organization where my family could grow and thrive. Um, I was challenged and had a very rewarding career here taking care of people on the worst days of their lives. Um, we, we get to help them problem solve their medical conditions and, and try to make sure they have uh, that best possible outcome to that medical emergency. So That's wonderful. And thank you all for all the hard work that you guys are doing on behalf of the community. And Tamiko, anything to add to that? Um, I also came from the private sector. I've been with the county for a little over nine years, and I would just say that I've had the pleasure of working and providing HR support to so many different departments to where we have so much that um, we are able to offer the community. Also, um, if you start with a um, department, and if it's not a good fit for you, there's so many other departments that may have openings that are a better fit for you, and so I, I think that it's just a really good organization to work for. What have you enjoyed about working for Johnson County? So over the last uh, 15 years, I've been with uh, Johnson County. And when I think about what has brought me the most joy in being an employee of this organization, it's the opportunity to work with some of the best and the brightest people um, in local government service. And, and I know you may hear that from others who work in other organizations, but I really do believe it's, it's true here. It makes this job fun every day, coming to work with the best and brightest in the field who challenge you to uh, think differently, to think creatively, and always to challenge you. Great information, and thank you all for, again, all the hard work that you're doing, and then also sharing the information about our openings and the opportunities available within Johnson County. So as Tamiko mentioned, you can just go to our website, jocogov.org, and at the very top, you'll see there's a career section. You can click on that and search for the jobs. You know, 
it might be an opportunity to, to change a career or to further your career. Um, there's lots of different ways to get involved with the community. And also, if you don't um, want to necessarily change careers, we also have lots of volunteer opportunities. That's a great way to get to learn the organization, too, and maybe get your foot in the door that could turn into a career someday. So again, thank you all, and thank you for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogovorg forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.